This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. All right, let's talk about a movie right now. The movie is Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. You've probably heard about it. Maybe you've seen it already. Well, over the weekend, we've heard that this movie was actually removed from movie theaters in a few countries around the world. And we don't know exactly why that is. They didn't announce any explicit bans, but there are some indications that the film is not going to be shown in some Muslim-majority countries because there's quite a bit of censorship there for children and younger viewers. And so what is the reason? What could it possibly be? Well, there's a lot of focus because the official Saudi cinema Twitter page stated that the film would not be approved if it contradicts the nation's media content regulations. What could it be? Well, there is this one frame, just one frame, where there's a poster in the background that features the trans pride flag and the words protect trans kids. One frame in the movie. And that's what the thinking is. That's what has caused this to happen. It got us thinking about how much effort goes into producing a movie like this. And that one frame can have such an impact. And, you know, everywhere else, this movie has been really heralded as just absolutely amazing. There's different animation styles. There's so many different spider people at this point in the movie. We wanted to talk to somebody who was involved in the making of it. So joining us now is Kelsey Wagner, supervising animator for Sony Pictures and Animation Image Works. Kelsey, thanks for joining us. Hi, great to be here. Tell me about your work on the movie. What did you do? I'm a supervising animator, so that means I'm one of uh, 10 individuals leading teams of up to 14, 16 people. We're producing the motion, the animation, the performance on the characters. And uh, we're doing it to pre-recorded dialogue, so from our big actors like Shamik Moore and uh, Haley Steinfeld. Okay, so to produce like even a frame of a movie like this, what does that take? Well, <laughs> multi-departments, a huge team effort. And I mean, looking at the film as it stands right now, you can tell that it's just a colossal undertaking um, and a massive piece of artwork. So everything from our look dev department who creates the, the sort of concept art, to modeling, to rigging, so that we can actually move these characters, uh, sets and environments, uh, us in animation who were, uh, were making the characters perform and then it passes on down through uh, lighting and rendering and, and compositing and eventually it's scored and put up on screen like what you see in the theaters now. Wow. How many frames per second are you working with? Uh, 24 frames per second, just like uh, your standard cinematic release. 24 frames per second. And does it amaze you that even one frame can be found and singled out? Because you would think, who's going to see that? Uh, it doesn't. You know, our fan base, um, our fan base and, of course, uh, other nations have uh, conforming laws. And we have to, we have to conform our films and, and what we output uh, to many nations' sort of guidelines, etc., uh, our fan base is meticulous in going frame by frame, looking for Easter eggs. 
So it's not really a surprise. Okay, that's crazy. And so when you are working on a movie like this, how do you decide, oh, we're going to put an Easter egg in here? Or is that all part of like the filmmaker's overarching plan for the movie? It's a bit of both. Uh, you know, I think we are given enough autonomy at Sony on films like this where we're free to pitch ideas to include Easter eggs like that. Uh, it does go through a review process. And of course, it even goes through a legal review process. Um, if it makes it in and it, you know, it goes up on screen and, you know, sometimes, uh, <laughs> not everyone loves it. Right. But this, a movie like this, is this years of work? Years, absolutely years. So I myself was on it, uh, to close to two years. I, I would think, I think this probably got, went on for more than three. So it is a colossal undertaking. And Getting the people or finding people to work on this movie, is that challenging these days? Uh, Does everybody want to work on a movie like this? Well, of course, you get lots of applicants, um, you know, but uh, as as the movie would say, not everyone can wear the mask. I mean, it takes a really, really high bar to to meet the standards and the quality that we're looking for. And, of course, what we do is we source people from all over the world, Um, you know, at least within animation, I know that we had over 20 people from over 25 nations uh, working closely with us. In fact, I'm sure it's higher than that, but I kind of lost count after a while. <laughs> uh, a lot of people working remote. We have uh, people on the east coast of North America, not just in Canada. We have people in Culver City in our sort of home base and, of course, in Vancouver. Kelsey, as a supervising animator, though, you would have to obviously oversee a lot. So you'd have to check work like you're doing quality control. How detailed is that? Oh, once again, I mean, it's frame by frame. We're looking every day at every shot, multiple passes on the shot and the performance going through it, you know, fine tooth comb sort of work. We start broad and then we work towards being like extremely detailed and polished. How long does it take to get a frame done? Well, we're generally looking at, I'm going to say what we were producing was about two and a half seconds a week. So you're looking at somewhere around 60 frames, 58 frames, somewhere in that, in that sort of neighborhood. Wow. That's, that's incredibly detailed now, work there. Yeah. Now, I, you know, of course, if you're a live action actor, you do a take and, and you know, that two and Two seconds takes two seconds. <laughs> but in animation, you know, that can take a week. Sometimes it takes two to three weeks, depending on the complexity of the shot. Right. And so there were so many different styles of animation that were used in this particular movie. Does that make it even more challenging? Much more. You know, so there are considerations on any given character, on how we're animating them, what style they're going to, you know, take on in their final render and their final look. And you can see it throughout the film. You can see our character, Hobie Brown. He, he's animated completely different than others, even though it's very subtle. Uh, we refer to it in animation as being on twos. So that means every second frame is held and, it, and is basically a duplicate of the frame before it. But Hobie Brown is like on threes and fours and different portions of his body are on different timings. So there is a lot of careful consideration that goes into crafting each and every shot and each and every character and, of course, the worlds that they live in. Oh, it's phenomenal. Okay, now we know there's going to be a third one. Will you be working on that too? 
Well, I sure hope so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, after the success of this one, I would sign up. Definitely. Oh, do you have to sign up or do you get assigned the work? We pretty much get assigned the work. I mean, it's a big company and we have multiple productions running at any given time. And so, of course, you know, there's resource management that comes into play. But, uh, you know, if if I have a say in it, yeah, I'll, I'll be working on it. All right. So it didn't matter how hard that was. You're thinking that was that was amazing. I'm going to do it again labor of love. (laughs) Sure sounds like it. Kelsey, thank you so much for your time this morning. Thank you.